Today is the ninth day of August, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us confess our sins against God and against our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalms for the Ninth Day Evening Prayer Psalms 47, 48, 49 Clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with a cry of joy. For the Lord Most High is to be feared. He is the great King over all the earth. He subdues the people under us and the nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob whom he loves. The God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of the ram's horn. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is King over all the earth. Sing praises with all your skill. God reigns over the nations. God sits upon his holy throne. The nobles of the peoples are gathered together with the peoples of the God of Abraham. The rulers of the earth belong to God, and he is highly exalted. Great is the Lord and highly to be praised in the city of our God and his holy hill. Beautiful and lofty, the joy of all the earth is the hill of Zion, the very center of the world and the city of a great king. God is in her citadels. He is known to be her sure refuge. Behold, the kings of the earth assembled and marched forward together. They looked and were astounded. They retreated and fled in terror. Trembling seized them there. 
They writhed like a woman in childbirth, like ships of the sea where the east wind shattered them. As we have heard, so have we seen, and the city of the Lord of hosts is the city of our God. God has established her forever. We have waited in silence on your loving kindness, O God, in the midst of your temple. Your praise, like your name, O God, reaches to the world's end. Your right hand is full of justice. Let Mount Zion be glad and the cities of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Make the circuit of Zion walk round about her. Count the numbers of her towers. Consider well her bulwarks. Examine her strongholds that you may tell those who come after. This God is our God forever and ever. He shall be our guide forevermore. Hear this, all you peoples. Hearken, all you who dwell in the Lord. You of high decree and low, rich and poor together, my mouth shall speak of wisdom, and my heart shall meditate on understanding. I will incline my ear to a proverb, and set forth my riddle upon the harp. Why should I be afraid in evil days, when the wickedness of those at heels surround me? The wickedness of those who have put their trust in their goods and boast on their great riches. We can never ransom ourselves or deliver to God the price of our life. For the ransom of our life is so great that we should never have enough to pay it. In order to live forever and ever and never see the grave. For we see that the wise die also like the dull and stupid they perish and leave their wealth to those who come after them. Their graves shall be their home forever, their dwelling places from generation to generation, though they call the lands after their own names. Even though honored, they cannot live forever. They are like the beasts that perish. Such is the way of those who foolishly trust in themselves and the end of those who delight in their own words. Like a flock of sheep, they are destined to die, death in their shepherd. They go down straightway to the grave. Their form shall waste away, and the land of the dead shall be their home. But God will ransom my life. He will snatch me from the grasp of death. Do not be envious when some become rich or when the grandeur of their house increases. For they will carry nothing away at their death, nor will their grandeur follow them. Though they thought highly of themselves while they lived and were praised for their successes, they shall join the company of their forebearers who will never see the light again. Those who are honored but have no understanding are like the beasts that perish. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 19, beginning at the first verse. While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul passed through the interior regions and came to Ephesus, where he found some disciples, and he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They replied, No. We have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Then he said, 
Into what then were you baptized? They answered, Into John's baptism. Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one with whom is to come after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul had laid his hands on them and the Holy Spirit came upon them, they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Altogether, there were about twelve of them. He entered the synagogue and for three months spoke out boldly and argued persuasively about the kingdom of God. When some stubbornly refused to believe and spoke evil of the way before the congregation, he left them, taking the disciples with him, and argued daily in the lecture hall at Tyrannus. This continued for two years, so that all of the residents of Asia, both Jews and Greeks, heard the word of the Lord. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 8, beginning at the 34th verse. Jesus called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any of you want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of the words of this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father for the holy angels. And he said to them, Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see that the kingdom of God has come with power. Here ends the reading. Seek the Lord while he wills to be found. Call upon him when he draws near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the evil ones their thoughts. 
and let them turn to the Lord, and he will have compassion, and to our God, for he will richly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as rain and snow fall from the heavens and return not again, but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread for eating, so is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed and prosper in that for which I sent it. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading for Wednesday in the week following Proper 13. This is a reading from the Catechetical Instructions of Cyril, Bishop of Jerusalem, in the year 386. If there are any slaves of sin here present, they should at once prepare themselves through faith for the rebirth into freedom that makes us God's adopted children. They should lay aside the wretchedness of slavery to sin and put on the joyful slavery of the Lord so as to be counted worthy to inherit the kingdom of heaven. By acknowledging your sins, you strip away your former self, seduced as it is by destructive desires, and put on the new self, renewed in the likeness of its creator. Through faith, you receive the pledge of the Holy Spirit so that you may be welcomed into the everlasting dwelling places. Draw near to be marked with the supernatural seal so that you may be easily recognized by your master. Become a member of Christ's holy and spiritual flock so that one day you may be set apart on his right hand and so gain the life prepared as your inheritance. Those whose sins still cling to them like a goatskin will stand on his left hand because they did not approach Christ's fountain of rebirth to receive God's grace. By rebirth, I mean not rebirth of the body, but the spiritual rebirth of the soul. Our bodies are brought into being by parents who can be seen, but our souls are reborn through faith. The spirit breathes where he wills. At the end, if you are made worthy, you may hear the words, Well done, good and faithful servant, when, that is, you are found with no stain of hypocrisy on your conscience. If any here present are thinking of putting God's grace to the test, they are deceiving themselves, and they do not understand the nature of things. You are but human. There is one who searches out human thoughts and hearts, you must keep your soul innocent and free from deceit. The present is a time for the acknowledgement of sins. Acknowledge what you have done in word or deed, by night or day. 
Acknowledge your sins at a time of God's favor, and on the day of salvation, you will receive the treasures of heaven. Wash yourself clean so that you may hold a richer store of grace. Sins are forgiven equally for all, but communion in the Holy Spirit is given in the measure of each one's faith. If you have done little work, you will receive little. If you have achieved a great deal, great will be your reward. The race you are running is for your own advantage. Look after your own interests. If you have a grudge against anyone, forgive that person. You are drawing near to receive forgiveness for your own sins. You must yourself forgive those who have sinned against you. Here ends the reading. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, that your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who sets the solitary in families, we commend to your continual care the homes in which your people dwell. 
Put far from them, we ask of you, every root of bitterness, the desire of vainglory, and the pride of life. Fill them with faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness. Knit together in constant affection those who in holy wedlock have been made one flesh. Turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the hearts of the children to the parents. And so enkindle fervent charity among us all that we may evermore be kindly affection one to another through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, whose Son has nowhere to lay his head, grant that those who live alone may not be lonely in their solitude, but that following in his steps they may find fulfillment in loving you and their neighbors through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. Amen.